الحمد لله الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره الكافرون وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله أدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاده فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا أيها المسلمون إمام البخاري رحمه الله تعالى he records in his sahih from the hadith of Ibn Abbas رضي الله تعالى عنهما that on an occasion the messenger of Allah عليه الصلاة والسلام he ascended Mount Safa he got on top of Mount Safa and then he called all of the tribes, the Butun of Quraysh, the clans of Quraysh. When he called them and they arrived, then he made an announcement to them. He said to them, Araitum Law Akbartukum Anna Khailan Bilwadi Turidu and Tugiru Alaikum Akuntum Musaddiqiya. He said to them that do you see if I was to say to you that there is an, a riding party, an army in the valley that is about to come and attack us, would you believe me? The people, the people from the different Butun, the different clans of Quraysh, they said, Naam, ma jarrabna alayka illa sidqa. They said, yes. We have never ever experienced anything other than truthfulness from you. I.e. we would believe in you if you said to us that there's a riding party about to attack us. We've never known you to be a liar. But rather we've been calling you Al-Ameen. And we've been calling you As-Sadiq. We've been calling you the truthful one. We've been calling you the, the, the trustworthy one. And the Messenger والسلام, he then said to them, فَإِنِّي نَذِيرٌ لَكُمْ بَيْنَ يَدَيْ عَذَابٍ شَدِيدٍ The Messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام, he then he said, then indeed, I warn you of a chastising punishment, of a painful punishment. And then at that point, some of them, including his uncle, they said, is it the case that you have brought us together for this? Is it the case that you have called us for this? And then they mocked and they ridiculed. And they cursed the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam. Ayyuhal Muslimun. Why did the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam stand on Mount Safa and call all of the clans of the Quraysh for this, for this khabar, for this news? Why did the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam stand and call all of those people in order to inform them of the fact that a great and awful punishment is about to come, i.e. the afterlife, the day of standing, the day of resurrection, the fire of hell. Why did the Messenger say this? Why did the Messenger do this? Imagine someone in our town, he gets up at the highest place and he calls the people and he says, Oh people, come here, I've got something to tell you. And then the information that he relays to them, is the information concerning a, 
a, a punishment that is to come, a severe punishment that is soon to arrive. How would the people think of him? People would say, you're crazy. People would say, You'd lost your, you've lost your mind. Why did the Messenger do this? Because he knew about the hour. Because he knew about the realities of the hour. Because he knew about the agonies and the ghusas of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And for that reason, Allah, Allah's Messenger والسلام, He called the people and he warned them against the hour. Why? Because Because the quaking of the hour, the trembling of the hour, that is something that is azim, that is something that is tremendous, that is something that each and every single one of us has to think about, has to remind ourselves concerning. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He says about that day, He says about that awful day, He says about that tremendous day, يَوْمَ تَرْجُفُ rajifa. The day when the, the day when the quake, when the shaking shall occur, when the trembling shall occur, when the blast shall occur, which blast? The blasting of the trumpet, the trumpet in the horn, as a result of which, every single person that is alive upon the earth on that day, he shall be seized by terror, he shall be seized by fright, he shall be seized by alarm, and then every single person shall drop dead upon the ground. Then it's Radifa, its successor shall come on after it. I.e. the second blowing into the trumpet shall occur. As a result of which, every single person, every single person that is dead within his grave, he shall stand up, he shall come out, he shall exit from that grave. And every single person shall not exit at different variant times. Rather, every single person shall come out at one single time. It isn't the case that you're going to come out at a different time and I'm going to come out slightly later. No, I and you and all of us, we're going to come out like one man. We're going to exit at one single instance. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He says in His book, in kanat illa sayhatan wahida. It is nothing other than one sayha, one scream, one shout, one blast. And then behold, all of them shall be gathered before us. All of them shall be assembled before us. Every single person shall come out, come out of their graves. At one instance, like the standing of one single man. Hearts on that day, they shall be what? Trembling. Hearts on that day, they shall be throbbing, palpitating. Think about experiences that you've had in the life of this world. Experiences that you might have had as a child, when you become extremely nervous. When you become extremely agitated, that is nothing in comparison to how certain hearts will be, the, will be on that day. Trembling, palpitating, throbbing. The eyesight on that day, eyesight on that day will be downcast. Eyesight on that day will be subdued. The eyesight of the 
kafirun, the mujrimun, the fussaq, the fujjar, the eyesights of the disbelievers, the eyesights of the wrongdoers, the eyesights of the, of the evil ones shall be downcast. As for the believers, as for the believers, as for the righteous ones, then on that day they shall be gazing at their Lord. Faces on that day will be gleaming and bright, looking at their Lord. But there is a certain thing that everybody shall be sharing. Eyesights, they shall be subdued, i.e. the eyesights of the disbelievers and the evildoers. But there is a certain matter that shall be shared between everyone. That is what? The voices. Everyone's voice will be subdued on that day. Believers and disbelievers, righteous and impious, doers of good, doers of evil, everyone's voices will be subdued on that day. Rabbi samawati wal ard, Rabbi samawati wal ard, Nobody shall have any authority to address on that day. All of the voices on that day shall become subdued before the ever merciful, shall become subdued before the before Allah Jalla wa'ala, and thus you shall hear nothing other than murmuring. Other than murmuring. The very same Lord that you stand in front of every single day, five times a day. That very same Lord is the very same one that you're going to be. Your voice is going to be subdued before. You won't even have the audacity to say anything on that day. You won't even have the nerve to speak to him on that day. But every single day, five times a day, you're standing in front of him, speaking to him. On that day, you won't even have the nerve to say anything to him on that day. That day, ya ibadallah, think about it. That day, ya ibadallah, Prepare for it. Why? Because it's coming anyhow. It's about to, you're about to face it soon anyhow. So you might as well think about it right now while you have the chance. Because when that day comes, everything in this life is going to be forgotten about. When the Tamatul Kubra, when it comes, when the greatest Tama comes, when the greatest engulfer comes, yes, the Yawm Al Qiyamah. It is called a tamma, an engulfer. Why? Because it engulfs, it overwhelms, it overcomes, it swamps away every single thing that came before it. Every single problem that you had in this life, Yawm Al-Qiyamah will make it seem insignificant. Death in your family that occurred within this life, Yawm Al-Qiyamah will make that death of your beloved seem insignificant. Money that you lost in this life, Yawm Al-Qiyamah will make that loss of your wealth, your power, your money, whatever it may be, it will make it seem insignificant. فَإِذَا جَاءَتِ الطَّامَةُ الْكُبْرَى يَوْمَ يَتَذَكَّرُ الْإِنسَانُ مَا سَعَى On that day the human being, he shall remember what he worked for. He shall remember what he strove for. How are you going to remember? How are you going to remember on that day what you strove for in this life? How are you going to remember on Yawm Al-Qiyamah after you've become dead and then resurrected? How are you going to remember what you did in this life? Because it's going to be presented to you. 
in written format. You're going to see exactly what you did in the life of this world in written format. And we shall bring out for him on Yawm Al-Qiyamah a book that he shall receive being spread out. Every single thing that you did in this life that you forgot on that day, you shall see it. You shall see it being written down. I did such and such a deed. I did such and such an evil act. I did such and such a crime. You forgot about it. But once you see it and it's written down and it is said to you, Iqra' kitabak kafa bi nafsika alayka hasiba. Read this book of yours. Today, you're going to suffice as a witness against yourself. At that point, all of your memories are going to come back. You forgot the crime, but as soon as you read it, your memory is going to recall you committing that, partic that particular deed. That particular crime. That particular evil deed. But as for the believers, however, as for the righteous ones, then they, when they receive their book, they're going to be happy. When they receive their book of, their book of deeds, they're going to be rejoicing. As for he who was given his book in his right hand, He's going to say, ha, Read this book of mine. I used to know, I used to believe that I'm going to meet this accounting of mine. That type of person, may Allah make you, me and you from them. That type of person, he's going to be in a life that is well-pleasing. Fi jannatin aliyah. In gardens that are high and lofty. The fruits of Jannah, they shall be descending down, being in easy reach. It shall be said to you, Ya Abdullah, if you die as a mu'min, it shall be said to you when you're in Jannah, eat and drink happily. Eat and drink merrily. Eat and drink rejoicefully at ease and at peace because of what you did in the days gone by because of what you did in the life of the previous world but as for he who is given his book in his left hand that person he shall say woe be to me if only i was not given my book if only I didn't know what my accounting is going to be. If only this was terminating. If only this was final. Meaning if only this was my, if only this was my death. If only I could die right now. The wealth that I used to earn in the dunya has been of no use to me. The authority and the power that I had in the dunya, the respect that I had in the dunya, the authority that I had, it's been destroyed. It's gone. Take him and then shackle him. Tie him up. And then burn him in the fire of hell. And then in chains there are 60 cubits in length. 
chain him and shackle him and fetter him to them. This is a recompense of the one that just follows society. Everyone else is a disbeliever. In my Lord, I'll be a disbeliever like him. Everybody else is fornicating. I'm going to fornicate just like them. Everybody is an enemy towards the Creator. He doesn't, give, he doesn't give any concern to fulfilling the right of his Maker, his Creator, that is generous to him day in and day out. This is his recompense. A fire that is ready right now. A fire that is prepared right now. Inna jahannam akanat mirsada. Indeed, Jahannam, it is lying in wait. It is for the transgressing people a place for them to go back to and return and live. They shall remain within that fire of hell for hukub after hukub. For, for a lengthy period of time, after another lengthy period of time. They shall not enjoy, they shall not receive any type of coolness and any type of drink. No form of coolness, external or internal, shall they receive. Drink, what does it do? It cools you internally. And at the very least, Water that goes on top of your body, it cools you externally. Yet Allah Jalla wa'ala, He negates both of them. Neither will they receive internal coolness, nor external coolness. But there is a type of water that they shall receive. When they shall implore and beg and beseech for water, they shall be given water. Water that is like muhl. Water that is like burning copper, yeshwil wujur. It shall grill their faces. I ask you, Billah, water that grills the face, is there any benefit behind that water? You want to cool yourself with water. A water that grills your face, is there any benefit behind it? There is no benefit behind it. What does that water do? They shall be granted. Hameem, extremely hot water to drink, and it shall cut up their intestines. That is as far as their insides are concerned. How about their external parts? How about their jism, their body, as far as the external part is concerned? Allah Jalla wa'ala, He says concerning that, خُذُوهُ فَاعْتِلُوهُ إِلَى سَوَاءِ الْجَحِيمِ Take him, and then drag him, into the middle of the fire of hell. And then pour above his head the adab of hamim, the adab of the extremely boiling hot water of paradise of, 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 of Jahannam. Yusharu, Allah Jalla wa Ala, He says in another ayah, Hamim. From above their heads, Al Hamim shall be poured. Yusharu, ma fi butunihim. Waljulud, that hameem, it shall melt, it shall liquefy that which is that which is inside their stomachs and likewise their skins. When a person is in that type of state, and you're meant to imagine yourself in that state, as one of the salaf he said, nafsi fin nar. I imagine myself in the fire of hell. 
akulu min zaqumiha eating its zaqum wa ashrabu min sadidiha and i was imagining myself drinking the pus of the fire of hell wa u'aliju salasilaha and i imagine myself dealing and wrestling and tackling the chains in the fire of hell imagine yourself in there would you like to come out of it would you like to exit out of the fire of hell of course you would the people that are in the fire of hell they're going to be begging allahu jalla wa ala to come out of there they're going to be beseeching allahu jalla wa az just take us out of here rabbana akhrijna fa in udna fa inna zalimun oh our lord take us out from here and if we go back to kufr if we go back to disobedience if we go back to disbelief then in that case we'll be wrongdoers what will allahu jalla wa ala say to them ikhsa'u fiha wala tukallimun stay in there and don't even speak to me after that they won't even speak to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala imagine the state of becoming of having lost all hope at that point they're not going to ask allah at that point after that they're going to do what they'll ask the custodians of the fire of hell the gatekeepers of the fire of hell ud'u rabbakum an yukhaffif anna yawman min al-adhab they shall ask the angels that are in charge of the fire of hell call upon your lord to lessen for us a day's worth of punishment look at the khizi look at the humiliation that they're that they're in and the state of despondency the state of no hope that they're in number one they don't ask allah directly anymore they ask some of the angels number two they don't say ask our lord they say to the angels ask your lord because they're so humiliated now they can't even say allah is our lord they don't even say you anna they don't even say that may he take us out from this punishment they don't say may ask allah to stop this punishment they just say ask your lord to lighten this punishment why because they've lost all hope of this punishment ever pausing and they never say ask allah ask your lord to to, to lighten this punishment for an exter- for, for an extended period of time rather they say ask your lord to lighten this punishment just for one day that is the degree of loss of hope that they will be in will they get their request no will they get what they are begging for and crying for no what will they get allah jalla wa ala he has said in his book fadhuqu taste fadhuqu falannazidakum illa adhaba taste because we shall not increase you in anything other than adhab we're not going to lift the adhab from you we're not going to lessen the adhab from for, for you we're not going to lighten the adhab for you but rather we're <coughs> rather we're going to increase the adhab we're going to increase it increase the pain of the punishment whether you like it or not your rub has told you this your rub has told you that this is going to happen whether you like it or not we're going to increase you in the punishment we're going to increase you in the pain <coughs> we're going to increase you in the form of punishment in the type of punishment in the duration of the punishment fadhuqu falannazidakum illa adhaba taste because we will increase you in nothing 
other than punishment. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihil kareem. Nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Amma ba'd. All of this, ya ibadallah, it is from the adal of Allah Jalla wa Az. It is from the justice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the people, when they enter into the fire of hell, they admit to that themselves. فَاعْتَرَفُوا بِذَنْبِهِمْ They shall, Allah Jalla wa Ala, He says in His book, فَاعْتَرَفُوا بِذَنْبِهِمْ They shall admit, they will have admitted their sin. فَصُحْقًا لِأَصْحَابِ السَّعِيرِ And therefore be away with the people of the fire of hell. Imam Al-Hassan Al-Basri, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, He said concerning this ayah, لَقَدْ دَخَلُوا النَّارِ وَإِنَّ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ حَمْدًا لِلَّهِ سُبْحَانَ وَتَعَالَى مَا وَجَدُوا عَلَيْهِ حُجَّةً وَلَا سَبِيلًا The people of the fire of hell, they'll enter into the fire of hell and their hearts will be filled with hamd, praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because they found no excuse, no argument against Allah Azza wa Jal. Al-Imam Ibn al-Jawzi rahmatullahi ta'ala alayhi. He makes a statement concerning the fire of hell. He mentions the fire of hell in statements that are worthy of being remembered. فَاسْمَعُوا وَاسْتَمِعُوا Therefore listen attentively to them. He said, دَارٌ قَدْ خُصَّ أَهْلُهُ بِالْبِعَادِ A home, جَهَنَّمْ A home. Its people have been designated to be in a state of remoteness, to be far away. وَحُرِّمُوا لَذَّةَ الْمُنَى وَالْإِسْعَادِ And they've been deprived of all happiness and joy. بُدِّلَتْ وَضَاءَتُ وُجُوهِهِمْ بِالسَّوَادِ The brightness of their faces have, have been transformed with darkness. وَضُرِبُوا بِمَقَامِعَ أَقْوَى مِنَ الْأَطْوَادِ And they are being beaten with sticks that are mightier than mountains. عَلَيْهَا مَلَائِكَةٌ غِلَاظٌ شِدَادٌ in charge of the fire of hell are pitiless and violent angels. If you are only to see them when they are departing off towards the scolding water of the fire of hell. If you could only see them when they're being flung into the frosting freeze, the freezing, the frost of the fire of hell. فَحُزْنُهُمْ دَائِمْ فَمَا يَفْرَحُونَ Their grief is going to be ongoing and thus they'll never ever be happy. مُقَامُهُمْ مَحْتُومُ فَمَا يَبْرَحُونَ Their residence is now fixed and thus they'll never ever depart. أَبَدَ الْآبَادِ Forever and ever and ever. عَلَيْهَا مَلَائِكَةٌ غِلَاظٌ شِدَادٌ In charge of it are pitiless and violent angels they're going to be crying they're going to be crying because of how they wasted their youth in the life of the world and whenever the crying it becomes more real whenever the crying becomes more genuine the crying it shall increase on it are violent and pitiless angels. Ya hasratuhum li al khaliq. What a regret for having angered the Creator. Ya mihnatuhum li al bawaiq. What a great trial for the crimes that they committed. Ya fadihatuhum li Ya fadihatuhum bain al khalaiq. 
What a great exposure in front of all of creation. In front of everyone and everyone. Where is the pursuit that they made? Where is the earnings that they made of the destructive dunya? Where is the pursuit that they made of sins? It's as though when you're burning in the fire of hell, the dunya that you lived in, it was nothing other than muddled up dreams. And then those, then those bodies are going to be burnt. And whenever those bodies are burnt, they're going to be restored. On it are pitiless, merciless, violent, hostile angels. ربنا اصرف عنا عذاب جهنم ربنا اصرف عنا عذاب جهنم ربنا اصرف عنا عذاب جهنم إن عذابها كان غراما سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين